And we are live. Welcome, everybody, to the Survivor Grand Rapids Episode 7 recap, uh, courtesy of Live Reality Games. I am here, joined as always by my co-host, Drew. Drew, how are you doing today? I'm great, Dom. I hope you're well. This was a great episode, and I'm excited to talk about it. We had Merge, and I'm ready to go. I have lots of things to say, as usual. I was going to say, it's been quite a bit since we have you know, linked up again and done a podcast. We took a week off. That's because there was just so much content for me to edit, but I'm hoping that it paid off. It sounds like it did. Uh, Drew, just initial thoughts, you know, raw emotions. What were your thoughts on the merge episode? It was, we have a, yeah, we have a lot of strategy going on. Lots of names being thrown out. Uh, some, some good plays, some bad plays. Uh, I'm excited to talk about all of it. And Mm -hmm. one person who I'm very excited to talk to is our guest this week spoilers ahead for those who have not yet watched the episode probably go watch it and come back and watch us later but joining us today we have liam the player who was most recently eliminated hi liam Liam. hello how are you doing (laughs) liam it's it's so good to see you not on these terms um yeah how are you feeling how how, how's it been since you know getting your torch snuffed how you been doing it's been okay i've had to uh had a lot of tough conversations with a lot of people to let them know that like hey this is why i went out you know people were questioning why i got voted out and i had to tell them so yeah it's a tough week how's the meat business going it's good cooking along (laughs) (laughs) yeah leo i heard a funny story about you that somebody on your tribe was like so what's your favorite cut of meat and you were like well uh (laughs) ribeye yeah so what happened is like uh when we were sitting down to like cook the hot dog somebody was like yeah so um there were, there were a couple somebody was like yeah hey so like what's your favorite kind of meat and i was like uh right now i'm just big into turkey bacon like i like turkey bacon right now and they were like oh okay cool <laughs> <laughs> so liam i just kind of want to jump right into it um we saw quite the journey for you uh you made it about a day and a half on this three-day game Mm -hmm. uh, just over that um but you were the first member of the jury first person voted out the merge yet you still played a very very commendable game from start to finish and um before we kind of get into your entire game i really want to you know pick your brain on what were you thinking kind of coming into the game your first confessional is you saying you've never watched a thing a survivor and you've only read the wiki page yet you come in with such a mature i feel understanding of the game for someone who's never seen it before you come in with an alias for your um (laughs) you know your profession you come in with the journal to take notes it seems like you kind of you know knew what you were doing despite not you know knowing what you were doing what was your mindset before even stepping foot in that backyard yeah, good question. So, like, my mindset was when we were driving from Detroit to Grand Rapids was to read the wiki page because I knew nothing about Survivor. So I was, like, looking at some of the winners of past season, just kind of reading it over, like, the course of an hour. But as far as, like, the mindset going into it, I had no idea really what to expect, right? Like, with what crowd of people I was getting into. Like, I knew some of the Detroit people, um, but I knew nobody else that was getting into it. So I was kind of like, all right, I want to kind of get in with those other people that are, that I do not know and haven't met yet. And just kind of give off like this weird vibe to be like, Hey, okay, whatever. I'm just kind of here to have fun. Um, and you know, just kind of on the outside, not take it all that seriously, but then yeah. kind of underneath just be like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of taking notes, kind of understanding what's going on, letting other people make the first moves type of thing. I think that lasted pretty well for a little bit. I think <laughs> the swap was when we really yeah. saw things go awry. But yeah, on your initial tribe, one thing that you know really pointed out, I think, to me and Drew and the rest of our panel that we were able to do from episodes one to three, you had like kind of like a chokehold on their on your tribe without them even knowing it. Like everybody was coming to you with plans, and you were kind of ultimately deciding who we were getting rid of, whether it be mm-hmm. Kristen's volunteering you know, um, uh, Ryan's injury or Teo getting voted out. And then you always had a rotation of people that you could choose from. And it seemed like your word was like, you know, what the nail in the coffin for them. Sure. So did that feel like it for you or in the game? Or, you know, what was it like watching that back? Did you realize how much of power you had at that point? Honestly, no. Like when I when I was going through it, 
you know, watching the episodes, I could kind of see that, like, okay, some people trusted me as far as, like, okay, who should we vote out or what should we do? How should we tackle this type of thing? Um, even when it came to some of the challenges, right? Like, just kind of coming up with some strategies, right? We were we were able to use those. But during the time of the episodes, no, I, I was like, okay, awesome. We're just doing this as a group. Sweet. <laughs> That's that's something that I think that we Drew is jumping at the bit to maybe talk about is like the alliances or that lack thereof alliances. I feel like once the swap hit, you know, it was more of a time to like kind of come together and like, you know, navigate that. But it still seemed like on both tribes, nobody was, you know, making a move. Nobody was linking up with anybody. And um, we get to the merge. And I feel like that was everybody you know that was that, that was a casualty for like everybody nobody was like yeah no it, it didn't benefit a single person unless maybe you're kyle like <laughs> what was your thought process i guess for that entire pre-merge section who are you close with and like you know what why were you so against alliances so i wouldn't say i was totally against alliances right like i had a good alliance with taylor d throughout all of it right like mm -hmm. kind of from I think it was maybe the third or fourth episode. We kind of said like, Hey, we want to work together. We'll just kind of keep it on the sideline mm -hmm. um, and not really talk about it on screen, not really talk about it outside, but we were always on the same mindset. Right. And then we kind of yeah. got close with Addison a bit, but when the merge happened, it was kind of tough because, or not the merge, but like the team swap happened, right. Ryan got put on our team on or at cascade. Right. And so everybody was like, uh Oh, Liam and Ryan are together. This is like the end of the world. This is the yeah. worst thing that could possibly happen. And I think in my mind, I was like, I don't want to team up with Ryan, but same time, I do want to team up with Ryan because like, you know, him, Anderson and I are kind of the three biggest guys. And um, in my mind, I was like, okay, maybe eventually I'll get to that to pair up with him and be in alliance with him. But um, as far as anybody else goes, I was just kind of like just the big, you know, hunk of meat guy. Like mm -hmm. I got no plan. I just want to fly under the radar type thing. And you did that for a little bit. I think you were on nobody's radar up until the point where you decided to step in and uh, do your little math puzzle. You yeah. software engineer came out a little bit. Um, I, I guess before we kind of get into, you know, the whole merge episode, we're kind of cherry picking these these little moments that I feel amounted to, you know, your demise. You know, it's something that Jen constantly brings up other people bring up in conversations yeah. like Liam's kind of holding back a little bit. Did you see how he did that slide puzzle or, you know, the, the math problem or unlock that lock, like all these little number things that, you know, were kind of coming to fruition. What was the <laughs> mindset with, uh, you know, the challenges and, and how you were appearing to the other people in there? Were you aware of that or like, Oh yeah. At that point, was it just like, I just want to win. Um, the physical challenges, I was like, cool, this is awesome. Like, this is how I can kind of keep up this. I'm just a hunk of me persona, right? Just the butcher mm -hmm. going. Then when the math puzzle came, I was like, okay, cool. Claire and Ryan can handle that. I'm just going to pick up the bags and walk, right? And, yeah. then, and then it started getting close, and I was like, oh, we can swap in. Like, okay. And I knew right after that, with how quickly it got done, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I think that's when I started having regrets on being like, is it better to win or is it better to stay under the radar? And I just kind of in that heat of the moment, I was like, oh, okay, I want to win right now mm -hmm. instead of trying to fly under and, you know, vote somebody out. Um, yeah. So, but I was totally aware that after that, everybody, you know, started thinking like, okay, you know, maybe there's something else going on with him. Yeah. Drew, what was it like for you kind of watching like Liam's first half of his game, or I guess, you know, the 80% of his game because he got voted out at merge, but um, <laughs> what was it like, you know, watching that back? And now that he's sitting here with us, you know, we, we saw where his game ended up and yeah. we've done a lot of talking about Liam. Liam's been a, a subject on a lot of our podcast recaps that we've done um, for his pre-merge game. How would you kind of like rate that or talk about that? You know, I think pre-swap, Liam, that you played a really great game. I mean, early in the game, everybody's looking for a name to throw out that's not their own. When you have to vote somebody out, um, not everybody wants to be someone who's throwing out a name. And uh, yeah. you made yourself a person who everyone was comfortable going to and kind of letting you be a decision maker for them. And it worked well for you. 
And then, of course, we swapped and we find out that the other tribe is like, hmm, probably we should keep our eye on Liam. Um, and it didn't help that your original tribe mates were kind of like, yeah, we didn't have alliances. We all just kind of voted together. In yeah. Blocks. And it's like, oh, great. So you guys don't really care to keep Liam around. Perfect. We could target Liam. Um, so I think you kind of unintentionally got screwed by your original tribe. Um but yeah, it was really fun watching you. I think you played a really good pre-swap. It just happened that right. didn't like that you were a bigger guy. <laughs> and I think now is where we can kind of hop into where we left off at the start of this merge episode. Um, and it, it kind of goes to say, like, we start off with Juliana, like, on the aftermath of the Mark vote out with tom um you know trying to figure out what's going on from there drew i'm sure you have some thoughts about tom receiving votes and then just being completely okay with sydney and juliana don't you know i don't even want to i'm the world's biggest tom fan i'm convinced but you know tom i'm talking directly to you when your alliance tries to vote you out you probably don't go into the next cycle saying yeah my alliance is still intact they just tried to eliminate you. You were just a backup vote. I don't understand the logic. Yeah. Lesson learned for Tom, maybe. <laughs> um, so for some they, reason, I doubt that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, they reconvene, and they say their six is going to go still strong, go for Ryan, and try to get him out at the merge. Meanwhile, sure. Liam, you have a similar plan to break up the uh, – terrifying duo of ryan and and jen you know um the one sole alliance left in this 13 person <laughs> game <laughs> um but yeah you were pitching jen and, and ryan um what was your thought process about that i guess my thought process was that you know even before even before the um the merge happened right like i knew yeah. i wanted to get out jen just because one ryan had a um, an idol and two, he also had Jen. Right. And in yeah. my mind, I was like, okay, Ryan would probably just throw Jen under the bus and vote her out with everybody else. Right. Yeah. So wait, and, real quick. I had a question actually. Did it not cross your guys' minds that it was a possibility Ryan could play the idol on Jen or were you guys just like, no, there's no chance he does that. No, I don't think he was going to, in my mind, I, he was just going to keep it for himself because as soon as he would lose a challenge, he would have to play the idol for himself sure okay and so unless he's that confident he's gonna win every challenge then you know at the time we were like no he's he's gonna keep it for himself mm -hmm. so um so yeah i think liam i for for as odd as it may look on paper for you going for jen as opposed to ryan um i think that was a very very strong play from you and your pitch throughout the entire episode was pretty flawless in my opinion and it was just a matter of who whose side are, are people going to fall on are they going to fall on right. yours or are they going to fall on jen's and like your pitch is essentially like you know ryan is the superpower if he has an idol right now if he has immunity we're going to try to weaken him by taking out the one person that like we know is like his, <laughs> yeah. his ride or die or whatever mm -hmm. um and so i thought that was a very very good pitch the one issue is that Jen has a sibling in the game that you yeah. were telling your plans to. <laughs> and so yeah. I think that was a big twist that finally kind of came to fruition. You know, the Lesnow sisters, Bridget and Jen, finally have their moment down by the, the watering well. And Bridget really kind of tells Jen, we're going for Ryan. And Jen goes, well, I'm going for Liam. And that was our first kind of square off. Drew, what yeah. was it like kind of watching that back? We, You know, we've seen a lot of siblings play you know either on real survivor with blood versus water or in our backyard version we've seen a lot of siblings kind of navigate mm -hmm. this game what was like how have the lesnows done thus far the moment i saw just like the first frame of a scene of them getting water and it was just the two of them together i was like okay here we go it's time um and i think that bridget played that extremely well she gave just the perfect amount of information to jen um jen did a great job of not letting it slip that bridget was where she was getting her information from and both of them were able to sort of profit off of that information now of course i was under the assumption that bridget and liam were allied 
more closely than I guess they were. Um, but I suppose if I'm in Bridget's shoes, it's probably beneficial to get rid of Liam either way because challenge threat. And then also I have Jen, who's a secret connection for me on top of my existing connections that I have with people like Sydney, allegedly Tom and so on. Um, so I, I, I love the way that they're playing it so far. I'm interested to know if people moving forward will start to suspect, not necessarily that they're siblings, but like, Hey, Jen and Bridget are talking a lot. Is there something going on there? Yeah. Liam, for you, I guess, coming out of the game, uh, no spoilers on when you actually found out this information, but finding out that like Bridget and Jen were sisters, did anything click for you? Like, oh yeah, that's why that happened. Or this is why, you know, or how would you have kind of navigated differently around that? Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, when, when I did find out, I was like, Okay, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Like, now I'm starting to see it because I think there was one time when I was talking to Bridget and she was just like, oh, you want to vote out Jen? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely want to vote out Jen. That's the plan. That's what I'm going to do. And then I think she threw out somebody else's name. And if I knew that they were sisters, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, then yeah, of course, let's swap this out, right? (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I don't think like in the moment it really would have changed changed mm-hmm. much by that time. I think yeah. Bridget kind of, you know, helped with Jen's uh mindset and just being like, yeah, no, confirming that we want to vote out Liam this episode. Yeah. I also want to know and I want to hype up um my Les now sisters real quick is yes. is they came into this game. Bridget was a last minute addition and Jen is a returnee who's never made merge has barely had a game up until this point i think a collective like like she voted herself out season one blindsided in season four and so like this was kind of her first coming into it and i feel like some people may think that you know having a secret sibling in the game is a benefit you know and it very well wipe very well might be especially when we're looking at liam sitting here after he pitched jen and bridget you know <laughs> Switch the whole plan around. But I also want to emphasize, because I don't think this translates to the screen at all, but Jen has been living in Washington, D.C. up until this point for so long, has not seen her sister in so long, and this is their first time hanging out together in, like, so long. And they aren't able to hug. They aren't able to, like, you know, talk about, like, each other's day together. And they're still, you know, going straight into the game and and kind of, like, still having this relationship outside of it. Um, but they're not able to talk about it. And I think that is one of the like strongest aspects of both their games, but also like goes to show how much like they want to be there and like, you know, still support each other in the game yet. They're still playing an individual game. Mm -hmm. So I do want to hype that up because like, this is very, very hard for them. And I know it is because I know in some confessionals, you know, it's just, they, they want to be able to talk about, you know, the flight in or whatever. Like, it's it's stuff that you want to be able to talk with your siblings about. And to be a secret sibling and only being able to talk about Liam throwing your name out, like, or, you know, what Kyle's doing or something or what alliance you have, like, it's got to be a little tough. So um, I do want to give credit where credit's due for, yeah. for their performance, at least in this episode. We'll see where it goes. But uh it it didn't pay off for Liam, but so far it, you know, they, they've put on a masterclass on how to do it. And we can see that kind of come into play where they're standing in a group and Bridget knows that they don't like Ryan. You know, they, they know that they the, like the all girls, they don't like Ryan and Jen together. And so Bridget will just kind of lob up a softball and Jen will hit it out of the park with her going like, so like, what's the deal with you and Ryan? And allow like Jen to just grant yeah. it saying like how how they're not together anymore. And so we might see a little more of that dynamic kind of go into, you know, play where Bridget is able to row up a question that knows that needs to be diffused. And then Jen can diffuse it, whether they're able to do it. We'll see. Um, But Drew, what are your thoughts, I guess, on the Lesnow sisters up until this point? I think they both played great individual games. I think um, in past weeks, we've talked about their positioning both being really, really solid. I think Bridget is probably better positioned because mm-hmm. nobody's looking at Bridget right now. 
Um, but Jen is a strategic force. The way Jen's mind has worked this season is very different, it seems, than a lot of other players where Jen is looking ahead mm-hmm. a lot, whereas other players are looking maybe one round at a time. Uh specifically players like you know Addison Tom like they're looking at what's going on in the current round and not how to progress whereas Jen is looking at how to progress in the game and I think that I, I I'm really impressed by Jen's game especially being a returnee the fact that she's been able to uh, ingrain herself so well with these other people I I'm very interested to continue watching her I was I w- until the votes were read I was 100% confident that Jen was going out not because of numbers, but because of like the editing. And I'm like, there's no way these people are letting Jen stay in past the merge vote. And she managed to to get out of it, whether it be through the connection with Bridget, whether it be because she's just really good at the game or a combination of both. I think she killed it. I agree. I think she, she it, it may be a little messy just because strictly her name is out there. She's a one of the biggest targets in the game. But what I want to kind of like talk about a little bit is how this game – I feel like is different than any new, like, like fresh cast of survivor. Mm -hmm. There's no alliances, very little talk about like, you know, the next round or who they plan on working with moving forward. And so Liam, I'm kind of curious, like what your thoughts are, um, like kind of watching it back. Are you yelling at the TV at all? Like saying like, (laughs) why didn't you do this? Because I sometimes find myself doing that. Like think ahead because we have players like, like Drew just said, Jen is thinking rounds and rounds ahead, almost too far ahead a little bit where you have people, you know, planning who's going to like basing their vote off an immunity challenge and and going from there. So um, would you have done anything differently or would you approach it differently or how is it like watching that back and analyzing everybody's game just in a broad aspect? Yeah. So back to your first question, I'm like, you know, kind of looking into future rounds. Yeah, I guess my main look into the future rounds was hey everybody wants like everybody wants to get rid of ryan's idol and get ryan out right and i don't think maybe i just didn't convey it well enough but like ryan is just gonna throw jen underneath the table and like vote along it's kind of like a second idol right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that's how he's gonna use jen and it's up in the first round of the merge that hey we should get out jen because next round or whenever ryan doesn't win it then everybody can vote on him to get his idol out. And then now he's weaker, right? Um, That's kind of where I was looking at. As far as what I would have done differently, win the challenge. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Liam, I have a question for you. I have a question. So put yourself back. You're, You're back at the tribal council that you went out at, but Jen goes out. Your plan goes through. So Jen goes out. Ryan wins immunity again the next round. Who are you looking at to vote out? Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think probably getting rid of Addison's idol. Well, that has been brought up the past like five rounds, and yeah. it hasn't been done. Right, so. somebody's got to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I, I kind of want to go into that a little bit, but I want to take a time out and go to our comment section because it is kind of blowing up a little bit. Um, I, it's popping Liam, off. you popping off, Liam, you have some fans <laughs> in here, Steve, the moment we started said, no, not the butcher. Um, Sorry, so, Steve. uh, and then Rytovia says that you look like a gamer that setup is, you know, way, right. I've been doing this way longer than I guess this is <laughs> when you have. So you gotta, you're way ahead of than I am. And Valencia says that she was a fan. So, um, Liam, you have people out there, but Steve has a follow-up question and he wants to know what was in your notebook. What, you know, what did you need to be writing down in there and, and what were what secrets were you keeping? Because we I have a prerequisite question to Steve's question. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Liam, why did you think it was a good idea to bring a notebook into the game? Because you know the second that other people see you using it, they're gonna be like, uh oh, he's taking notes. Oh yeah. Um well, I was kind of thinking like, hey, maybe I'll bring in this journal and kind of just write in a bunch of random stuff and maybe play some games off of it with other people and then, you know, have a sheet of paper just with my own information on it. Um, but it honestly just got a lot more attention than I than I thought it, it was going to at, at the very beginning there. So, 
kind of kind of i think you could have slid under the radar until the swat like you, your original tribe was just like oh yeah liam's off journaling like mm-hmm. it's yeah it's like his hobby that he does and then once you swapped and like jen and taylor get over with you and they're just like liam's journaling like you guys right. are nervous about that like <laughs> but at the same time it's almost like like for the other people like what could he be journaling that's so concerning right like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so and yeah so to go into that so pretty much what i was journaling down there wasn't anything of substance for like the first couple merges or sorry not merges first couple vote outs but what i was just kind of keeping in mind and like okay how did you know everybody perform in their challenge where did we kind of mess up and then what were the alliances between people now yeah. again like at the beginning there wasn't really any like type of alliance or like who was going off to talk a lot, but on our original tribe, like Sydney and Tom were going off to talk quite a bit. Um, and then Taylor and tail apparently well. means nothing, but, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor and tail were pretty close too, but we got tail out the third time, you know? Um, but a lot of it, when it kind of came down to the swap was kind of seeing like, okay, who on the other team, was getting kind of close if I could tell at all. Um, which spoiler, like I couldn't, I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um, but on top of it, when Ryan and Jen really wanted to know and were putting a lot of pressure on it, that's when I started to just kind of write in a bunch of random stuff into the notebook, take out the piece of paper that I was actually writing everything on and just kind of put it in my pocket, keep it away. And I just wrote a bunch of random stuff in the notebook. Um, about like maybe some fake alliances or like stuff like that, who I want to get out next, next, next. And then I let them read the notebook. And so yeah. they found nothing in it. So I was kind of trying to like diffuse it at that, at that point in time. My only wish, and I texted this to Dom while I was watching the episode. I, I told Dom that I wish we had like a villain, 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 villain on the season who would have like taken your notebook, read it, and then like written fake notes in it and then shown other people to be like, see, this is what Liam wants to do. <laughs> That'd I be wish. Good. I mean, yeah. if Mark was still in the game, you never know. Oh. But <laughs> there, we'll never know what Mark would be capable of. Um, I think he's still trying to get Ryan's idol from him for like, <laughs> that round. Um, but I do want to kind of go like move into like post challenge, I guess. Um, so Jen leaks the plan to Ryan that Ryan's on the chopping block, which I think was a pretty good move on Jen's end. It kind of backfired a little bit because she was next in line, I guess, to be targeted um, right. for her. But Ryan, kudos, was able to stand and, and do that challenge. It's pretty hard as like a bigger guy holding that, that you know, the balance. And Liam, I'm sure you can attest to that. Um and so I guess what were your initial thoughts after Ryan won the challenge? Were you concerned at all? Like, did you know that the target was going to shift onto you almost immediately? Yeah, I, I knew it was going to shift onto me. And I knew I was going to be kind of like the, you know, the next big guy to be voted out. Yeah. Right? Um, or not voted out, but targeted. And I was kind of approaching it as a, okay, if I can get ahead of that and start throwing out Jen's name and kind of saying, hey, this is the plan that we should take. I was hoping to kind of get, you know, get ahead of that um, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Um, Drew, how would you have kind of navigated that with Ryan getting the immunity? And then like, wh- how would plans change for you? I guess who, who based off that's out there, who would you go for? Would you go for like some low hanging fruit, like Liam pitches Claire, or would you go for some, <laughs> you know, big player like Liam or Jen? I mean, if I'm gunning after who I deem to be my biggest threat personally, and they are safe, I'm probably looking at who's next in line, either as my biggest threat or who's that person's biggest shield. Mm-hmm. And I think Jen is probably Ryan's biggest shield as far as other big threats. I don't know. When you have this many people on a tribe for a vote, it's kind of hard to rally numbers, especially with it being the merge vote. Yeah. So sometimes it's easier just to be like, okay, this person is not connected. We can just take them out instead of actually going for a big threat. Because again, numbers are hard to get. I mean, it was what a thirteen-person merge. Yeah. So you need you need seven. If you if you're only split, if the votes are only going to two people, you only need seven. Um, Which... But seven is a lot of people to try to get when you've been through a tribe swap and you are trying to go for a really big target. I think. 
and this is this is what is like frustrating on the cast, I guess, on the cast ends of things, from just like a a, a game perspective. As a host and a creator, they went out and they killed it. I'm I'm very much enjoying what they put out. But this is what I'm yelling at my TV about. They preach this entire game, no alliances, like, oh, we're just going to mm-hmm. block vote. We're just going to like go round by round. How are you expecting to flush these idols if you can't get the, if you don't have an alliance yeah. together to like yeah. canoodle together and say, you, 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 we're voting this person. We're voting this person. Like you need to have like some sort of base alliance to be able to trust that. And we kind of got to see that with the new Ionia tribe with Juliana leading that charge against Ryan. But once Ryan won immunity, it seemed like nobody knew how to talk to anybody else. And all they really knew how to do was just kind of like stand around and say, oh, I don't really know. Liam, maybe Jen, maybe Claire, maybe. And then behind the scenes, there was also some other names thrown out. Spencer and Kyle were also thrown out, but that never came to fruition. Um, And so that just kind of like slipped the edit completely because it was on nobody's radar. So we ultimately just found Liam, Jen, and then flushing Addison's idol to begin with. So um, it, it's really, really interesting watching them and try to commit to this like flushing idol situation when nobody is willing to step up and call the shots of who's voting for who, but also nobody trusts anybody else that they're actually going to vote for who they're going to vote for. And so I think like this block voting and like this stuff is, is a negative almost for you as the players, because like you can't really like, trust anybody yeah you can't do that much with it and each round is and when you have these open visible idols you almost need to like like it's almost an advantage for them because nobody's going to take a shot at them or you know they can just play it and vote that person out so i was that kind of the vibe liam was it nobody really wanted i i knew you were on the chopping block and so you were kind of you know open to just throwing names out there but all the groups that you were like talking to was it like kind of hush hush don't tell like types thing um so i mean like i didn't want to just keep throwing out anybody's name right kind of just be like oh hey i want to vote out jen and then some people are like oh well i don't know about that and i go oh what about kyle i wanted to stick on jen the entire time yeah right i didn't want to flop around and be like oh well maybe i'll go with these people right and vote out kyle or something but um yeah, I do remember hearing like Addison's name and Spencer's name, but then I think what happened afterwards was when I talked to um, Bridget and was like, "Oh yeah, Jen, Jen for sure." I think we got a couple people. That's kind of when it went downhill. Yeah. And like, I remember Tom was even like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea to vote out Liam," and then it just kind of went out there. Yeah, it. I think the vote was actually leaning onto Jen and the most, from my editing perspective, the most critical conversation had to do with Tom Spencer, um, Brendan and Claire and Kyle, I believe. And then Bridget, they were kind of all set on going Jen. They wanted to go Jen. Bridget comes up and starts throwing you under the bus, like pretty hard to save Jen. And she would still like throw Jen under the bus a little bit, but she would just make sure that you're pushed underneath there a little bit further. Right. And so I think that was a big, big, big turning point, at least from my perspective. And meanwhile, while you and Jen are going head to head on this, on this, you know, on this vote, we have Addison out in no man's land deciding (laughs) whether he's going to play his idol or not. Um, Drew, what are your thoughts on Addison? I feel like, I feel like we just watched Mark spiral and I think we're seeing the start of Addison spiral. Yeah. I think Addison started spiraling a couple episodes ago because he gets so paranoid every round because his name is brought up every round and rightfully so because he has an idol that everybody knows about. Um, I did genuinely think he was going to get some votes at this tribal and that it was going to be. I, I thought it was going to be a three-way vote and it was going to be a race between which of the three people received more votes. Mm-hmm. Um, Addison is just... Addison's a very entertaining character to watch. I just am hesitant to say that the gameplay is good. <laughs> I, 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 I watch every single episode with Addison. I While I edit, I text him. I go, you did not do good this round. He'll just go, oh. The only thing Addison is doing a really great job of is he is not misplaying an idol. <laughs> he, I think, Addison, to preface, we did our one-day-long version of Survivor. Granted, it was a drinking version, and Addison played very well. He made it to the final four. 
just not knowing anybody. It was a pure game and he made it to the end. And I remember the moment that he got that idol on episode one, on day one, I told like Noah and Matt behind the scenes, I was like, he's about to spiral hard. Like, <laughs> like I know how that is going to affect his game. And I'm so surprised he just hasn't burned it yet. Cause that would just opened up so much like pressure off of him. And I still think people would want to work with him if he just threw it out there. Yeah. And I, yeah. like, yeah, Liam, I guess what was your read on Addison pre-merge and then even in the merge? Did you see a shift from pre-merge Addison to merge Addison? No. The entire time, he's he's worried about the idol. Like, he's he's kind of going back and forth on, like, oh, maybe I should play it, right? Like, he, one time, you know, when Taylor and I started to get close and form an alliance, right, um, we kind of brought him into it, like, a little bit. And he was like, yeah, have you guys heard my name? Like, should I play my idol? And we're like, no, like, you're fine. Like, no need to play it. But the entire time, he's just very, very worried. And if he'd never had the idol and never got it, I think he'd be a lot more confident in his gameplay and just kind of be like, you know, a lot, a yeah. lot louder and stuff. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think, I think he's holding back on strategy. I think objectively, you know, if you want a gen out so bad, play the idol for Liam. Like, right. That, that would have been a, that would have been a great move. That would have drawn lines in the sand, but you know what? Like I, you still got Ryan and Liam in the game. Like I, from an Addison perspective, like it was just like, there's moves that he could right. have made, and I think his judgment is just so clouded of trying to. Protect yeah, himself. I think what I think what we're seeing with Addison is something that probably affects most players in the game, and I think we're seeing it in confessionals especially is that Addison appears to be viewing this game Addison centric. Like it's okay. How does how does this affect me? How does this conversation with this person affect me? How is my alliance? How is my relationship with this person? As opposed to like taking himself out of the equation and like kind of seeing from other people's perspective what they need to do. And I think that that is what is causing him so much paranoia. I mean, I'm not one to talk about paranoia in playing games, but he, I think that's the cause of it is that he's viewing it. He's viewing everything as how are these other people seeing me? How am I like, how does this relate to me as opposed to taking himself out and being like, okay, actually I'm really in an okay position at the moment. I think there's nothing more evident than when Sydney, when he's talking to a Sydney and he's been talking with Jen and he is coming for their throats because they didn't tell him that, or he asked them that, Oh, did you hear my name? Oh, an yeah. irrelevant <laughs> question. Completely <laughs> irrelevant to the conversation. But yeah. like, like Sydney says like, Oh no, I haven't heard it yet because she hadn't heard it yet, but was coincidentally in a conversation where it was mentioned, but she wasn't paying attention or something. And he like goes for her. Then Jen approaches and tries to like, be like, Hey, like I'm not voting your name. Like I, you know, and she just straight up asked, did you throw my name out? And she goes, no, other people were throwing your names out. And he goes, she lied to me. <laughs> yeah. And so, face. yeah, instead Old of him, face lies. instead of him focusing then on the vote, he's more focused on, oh, my name was thrown out in a conversation that happened 20 minutes ago. That is no yeah. longer relevant at all. And I think that that's a pitfall that a lot of people fall into when they play these games. I've fallen into it it happens yeah and i think I, that that's what's holding him back it is tough because like when you have like big decisions to make of like oh do i play this idol or not and you have players like spencer and brendan who otherwise like would have no reason irrelevant to, yeah kind of no <laughs> that your name was out there like i don't know you get nervous and that's kind of what i talked with him about when you have spencer who like comes off as very trustworthy and like for the most part he hasn't like done anything that is untrustworthy telling you that your name is out there you might want to go for it i'm more like wondering i still don't know why brendan decided to throw jen under the bus saying that she was the one that threw out addison's name because that was not what happened at all from my edit and then he's then he goes into his confessional and goes jen's like my you know, behind the scenes partner. And I'm like, why'd you throw under the bus? That was on the yeah. I, don't, I, I was like, do meta. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Brendan. I gave him a point, I think, last time we did one of these things. He will not be getting one today. <laughs> that's fine. I think there's a lot that's unknown with a lot of our players. Um, yeah. I think we kind of like, we, we have a lot of people in the middle, and that's. Yeah what this episode ultimately was it was two superpowers of liam and jen kind of coming to a head and it was a flex competition of who can garner the most votes um poor liam 
was unaware that it was a uh, siblings game and didn't bring his sister to the to the battle. Um, but he kind of got outmatched on that. <laughs> um, and so I think that's where we're at right now. Uh, you know, Liam was sent home and, you know, pretty, pretty big margin. There wasn't a lot of wiggle room whatsoever. Um, Jen received three votes from Liam, Addison and Taylor. Drew, I'm curious on what your thoughts are of like what, you know, where do you think this game is going from here? I don't know, because a few episodes ago, I think I said that I was expecting a either a Liam or a Ryan steamroll. And I said that I was going to be really bored with that. And here's Liam. So well, here we go. You're yeah. welcome. So I'm, I'm hoping, I think, boring? yeah, I think, (laughs) I think Ryan is playing a really good game and I'm interested to see how he plays moving forward. I'm hoping we don't get a Ryan Jen steamroll, but I am enjoying Ryan and Jen right now. But one thing these players are doing a really good job at is unpredictability, which I love in a survivor season. Because a person's name can be brought up one episode and then it's completely forgotten the next episode, like Tom. Or a player's name can be brought up five episodes in a row and nothing happened, like Addison. So, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, it, makes, it, it's, it makes for fantastic television and it makes for an even funner time editing. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, so I guess we can transition into our next segment. Um, there are some questions before we do get into our actually before we do get into our um, top three players, our power players of the week. Liam, we do have some questions. Um, they want to know what your favorite challenge was thus far. From right. Tobias. Right, Tobias. Good question. Um, so I think, I mean, by like a physical standpoint, it had to be the the tire one, right? Like that one was the most fun. And that one was like a lot of fun physically, you know, to do because it was kind of like, and there was also some strategy involved because it was three guys, three girls. And then what was it? One guy and two girls or yeah. Two, yeah. And so it was like, okay, how do we play into this? Like, you don't want to put all your three strongest guys. Like you could put your strongest guy in the one versus one type of thing. Um, so that one was a lot of fun to do. But I also think the first challenge, like looking back on it, the first challenge, which the running and kind of getting a feel for, okay, how does everybody perform? And, you know, where does everybody stand as far mm-hmm. as like, yeah, it, what are what are people best at? Mm. Um, yeah, I think, I think you personally, you know, really did well on these challenges, whether it be the physical ones or with like, like, I feel like you embraced them a lot and showcased pretty well on all, on a lot of these, uh, next question that I have, it's not in the comments section, but I just want to know where you're at with, um, with, I guess, who do you wish that you could have played with a little bit more, whether they were voted out or, you know, carrying on in the merge, who out of everybody do you wish that you could play with more? So, oh, good question. Um, I didn't have any time with her at all, but Juliana, right? Like I was not in mm. any type of team with her whatsoever. Um, and so if she kind of got swapped to uh, a cascade during that swap that happened, yeah, I would have liked to play with her a bit more and, uh, or, play at all uh but sydney as well i think sydney you know if i actually grew a relationship with her throughout it like that would have been nice too yeah i think those are two great picks um they have a pretty solid you know position in the game and uh maybe they could have helped the butcher out a little bit um and 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 save them a little bit longer um but let's hop right into our power players of the week i know it was a tough week. This is the first week we've kind of had like a grand scheme of things, seeing like what all 13 players in the game are actually doing and what they're up to. Um, so without further ado, Drew, do you want to kick us off and tell us who your um, number three is? Okay, so I came in here with a, with a person specifically written down as my number three, and that person is no longer my number three. Um, I was going to give a point to Tom because like Tom's name wasn't brought up all around, but I can't justify doing that because I think that Tom is not positioning himself well at all. 
Um, so I am going to, hmm, I'm torn. I think I'm going to give my one point to Ryan. I don't think I can justify not giving it to Ryan because Ryan not only has an idol while everyone is targeting him, but he also won a challenge, so he doesn't have to use the idol. His closest ally in the game managed to make it through the vote, um, partially from his doing, and I just think that even though Ryan is clearly being targeted, he managed at least this episode to be a power player. So I'm giving my one point to Ryan. Liam, thoughts? Fair. No, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I kind of disagree with the position, but... Oh, I don't think know. he's positioned well, but I'm giving him a point for this episode. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I disagree where he falls in the oh, I know, see, top I three. I got you. Um, I think he he did play a, a good episode, and he's positioned pretty well as far as what he has built around him. Um, so, Liam, who is your number three going into it? Who's getting your one point for the power player of the week? So, I am going to say Bridget uh, is number three. My honorable mention was Spencer, but kind of as we talked throughout this, I was like, actually, no, Bridget did play a, a, a very well um, game here. You know, she's not on anybody's radar. Um, ever since she won that challenge a while back on Team Red with the uh, – uh, uh, with Taylor D with the abs and holding the box up, right? Like you can tell that she's physically strong and everything, but she kind of swayed the votes and in her favor, right? And into, okay, let's keep Jen in it. Let's get Liam out. Um, and I think now some people can kind of see that, okay, maybe she has some influence uh, going forward. I agree. I think uh, I think Bridget might make an appearance on my list somewhere. I don't know where yet. Uh yeah. But um, I do have my number three, but I want to give some shout outs to my honorable mentions. Um, I think Jen has played, you know, pretty decently, at least yeah. for the merge. There's only so much heat that you can take and there's only so much that you can navigate. And so far, I think she's done an OK job. The only reason that she's dropped below and not in my top three is just because she I don't know, like it's a little messy. It's a little messy. She's still on a lot of people's radars, you know, regardless. Um and I have Juliana as well. You know, she tried to make a big move, getting Ryan out. Um, didn't work out. He won immunity, and she knew to reel it back a little bit. And we kind of didn't really see a lot of her poking hands and everything. And I think that's also – that could be that she wasn't involved in the vote, but I personally think it was intentional that she didn't want to get her hands dirty because she already risked a lot to even, like, set up a blind side at the beginning. So those are my two honorable mentions of the week. But my number I think Jen is a good honorable mention. She was on my short list as well. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan is my number three. Ryan is my number three as well. Um, basically because, you know, he, he's just the other, the other dynamic duo to the, you know, the tall people, uh, in, in this season, you know, you can only go so long without getting noticed. Um, yeah, you can only be so tall or you're a target. Exactly. But that's honestly, <laughs> that's honestly the case when it comes to like these backyard survivors, it's like you look around and you see somebody and, course you're gonna see liam you're gonna see ryan you're gonna see addison in his big guy fury shirt like <laughs> these big guys are like they're noticeable and ryan has an idol he won immunity and he also has people still feeding him information he wouldn't know that he was on the chopping block without jen getting that information from his her sister and he very well could have you know gone home i don't think he would have i think he would have played the idol i think ryan is smart enough to be able to get that information from somebody and play that idol so I don't think that plan would have worked regardless, but um, I do give him kudos for, you know, being able to go out, ball out and, you know, win immunity. And I don't think he's in a good position moving into next episode, but I think what we've seen from him, he's able to dig himself out of the ditch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Drew, you're number two, getting two points. So for my number twos, a lot of time, I like to give it to someone who maybe didn't have like, an exceptional episode but is positioned well and i will be continuing that trend so you may not be expecting this one but i am going to give two points to rat king um because who's going after rat king right <laughs> like who's looking at who's looking at kyle um like i think kyle is among the um a few like tom bridget um, and a couple of others, Juliana, whose names are just not being mentioned. And I loved that we got to hear Kyle verbalize his 
strategy of, hey, I'm an extra vote for anybody who it's wants me. Yeah. So I love that he is aware of that strategy. He's using it and he's been successful at it. He, he's been pulled into um, a couple of votes uh, at the swap and now he's in the merge and he's letting people use him as a vote. Is this a winning strategy? Probably not, but it's going to keep him in the game for a long time. The, the more he can keep up that, hey, I'm just a free vote. I'm not making any moves against anybody. I think Kyle's a really, really underrated pick. I think if I could add him to my honorable mentions, I would say, yeah. Um, I do think he has a very good read on the game and he gets a lot of information just simply like from moving around to group to group. Nobody really notices when he comes in or when he leaves. (laughs) And I don't think they really care. They're just like, oh, that's Kyle. And I don't think we've really seen a game like that before, like in Survivor. And I think it's unique. And, you know, he's taken full advantage of it. So we'll see what the Rat King does. I, I, I'm i happy with that pick. And I, I think with his mentality, all every time, every, like, five times an episode, he says, I don't know how I'm still here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know why nobody's voted me Yeah, out. He says kind of he like doesn't know, but then he thing. says how he's doing it. Exactly. Right. And so it's like, he's just kind of confusing everybody else, I think, and just being like, oh, it's just Kyle, whatever. Like, move on. He's you know? got the mind for it. He's we yeah. saw a really, really good Kyle episode, I think, today, or for the merge. Like he he's got the mind for it. I just don't think he has the confidence for it. Like which I yeah. think is actually probably okay for a backyard survivor. I think yeah. if he's yeah. if he's on if he's on survivor survivor, he may be a little bit slow to get moving, but I think this is perfect for this group of people. I think he's playing at a great pace uh, unintentionally. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Um, Liam, your number two pick. So I kind of went down the same same avenue as far as like, okay, how, you know, whose name isn't kind of being thrown out there. Um, and I went with Claire, right? Like, I mean, I might have thrown her name out there once or twice, but, you know, as far as the episode went, um, nobody was really like kind of taking her name seriously, I think. You know, everybody was just kind of like, okay, at this point, we kind of know it's a deflection. Like, so there's somebody else that they're talking about mm-hmm. and it's not Claire. And I think, yeah, she doesn't have an idol. Yeah, she doesn't have anything like that. But she's kind of going with the block voting. And I think she does have some alliances there where, you know, nobody's going to, I don't want to say expect anything, but nobody's going to be like worried that they're going to cross her or something. Mm -hmm. So I, I also think Claire is playing a really, really good game and it's really under the radar um, almost because what is above the radar is like, I suck at challenges. I'm good at puzzles. Barely like, yeah, barely. (laughs) He's presenting a really, really like, like neutral front, you know, like don't come for me like this type of thing. But then when we see in her confessionals, she has a really good read of who she wants to work with. When she gave a confessional about why she doesn't want to vote Jen out. I was like, Claire's thinking, and she knows who she wants to move through the game with all while maintaining like this, like, what am I going to do in this game front? And right. if that's intentional or not, I think that's what other people are perce- perceiving her as. And I I think that they couldn't be wronger or more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I do agree. Claire, had, Claire also had a very good episode. And um, yeah, for my number two, it, actually, I think Drew might roll his eyes at this, but I think Spencer had a good... I'm episode. okay with this. Spencer came into the merge... Um, pretty neutral how he's been playing all game he's been playing very neutral but we did see on the taylor s vote that he wanted to make a big move it's more like the people around him that really didn't want to do it now he's got a safety without power nobody knows about it Mm -hmm. he's sitting comfortably with nobody really throwing his name out and if we remember he was the one that was initially organizing like the gen vote with tom all that whole big group until bridget kind of flipped it around and yet still during that conversation, it was more Bridget and Spencer bouncing back and forth about, you know, who they wanted to go. And then Tom here and there would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And so I think Spencer has a very good read on the game. His lying skills are insane. Going up to Addison just off the bat, Addison, get over here, man. They're throwing your name out. Yeah. He threw your name out. Like, come on, man. Like, that is some good TV that I don't think really translates well because he is so under the radar, almost to the audience like level. Like you don't really get to see him and what's Mm. going on because all in his confessionals is just, you know, Oh, I don't have an alliance. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, Spencer, like 
I wish I was there to do your confessional because I know you got those gears turning and I want that so that people know that those gears are turning. And so I think he's very well positioned right now at number, he's getting my two points. I think that makes sense. I mean, Spencer is playing well. I think he's playing a very safe game, which is fine. That's how you make it further. I'm just not entertained, which does not say anything negative about his strategy at all. I mean, at, with now 12 people left in the game, is it really the time to make a big move yet? Probably not, because the moment you make a big move, you're going to become a threat, and then you're going to yeah. get cut. And so I think Spencer's playing it smart, and good for him for that. Yeah, I, I think also just like as far as the entertainment value goes, like I feel like Spencer is playing also with all the under the radar people. Like I think out of that whole group, he's playing with under the radar people, which leaves players like Liam and Jen and like Ryan just to kind of like, you know, eat up the screen. How do we get the block vote? Right. Yeah, like, they get the screen time, you know, like and then you got Addison off in the corner doing his own thing. But like, <laughs> I, I, what I'm trying to say is Spencer, I think, is is he's playing with very low key people and he's blending in with them. And I do, I know Spencer and I know that hopefully coming into the game that he'll blossom up and, you know, kind of, kind of show his true colors a little bit. So that's my number two. Uh, Drew, how about your number one? I think Dom and I probably have the same number one. Uh, I went with Bridget because I think she's both positioned well and had a great episode um, she's getting information from both sides through Sydney, Tom, but then also Jen, the Jen and Ryan side of things. Um, and neither side knows that she's getting the other side's info. I mean, except for Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. I think Bridget is still one of the few names who has yet to be brought up all season that we've seen. I think her and Sydney are possibly, I mean, and Brendan um, and Spencer may be the only people who we've yet to hear their name the entire season. Uh, which says good things about them. I think Bridget is the perfect threat level that she needs to be right now. I would love to see her be a little bit more proactive, but I think that this episode was the start of her making moves, and that's what I like to see. So I'm going with Bridget. Uh, Liam, what about you? So I actually went with Ryan here, and the reason is because of how many, like how safe he is right now. Right, mm-hmm. because he's got an idol, he's got somebody that can just kind of take the fall if he needs it. Um, he, you know, he's shown that he can win challenges, right? Like on his own without a team. And so, as far as how strong he is as a person, like, yeah, I think it, I think it showed this episode, right? Um, yeah, he's gonna have like, yeah, he has a lot of heat this episode, but he was, he won the challenge. He was able to kind of play safe through it, so. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, Ryan, Ryan has been kind of subtly killing it like all season. Um, I don't think he's on for, for being like the second half of like the tall people. Like I think he's kind of managed to somehow keep his target under the radar and people go for Jen over him, like while holding an idol. I think that's pretty massive, whether it's you going for him or not. I think other people generally see Jen as a higher priority than, than they see him, despite all of these like overflowing, like <laughs> red flags for other people in the game. Like he's right. changing to like go beyond it and like, you know, push through. And so I think he's, I think he's doing good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why he made my list, but my number one, I'm going to say it was Bridget. Bridget yeah. um, played phenomenal. I think this, this episode, she entered the merge kind of like, you know, walked through this first episode without breaking a sweat. She put in some legwork, you know, getting Jen's name off of there. She played it so cool. Like, your number one ally is your sister, and you still have people throwing her name out, and you're still going like, oh, yeah, like, I'd vote her out, and then, like, switch the, like, conversation completely so that nobody even notices. Like, that's, that's like, next level, and she has been killing it. Um, I'm excited to see what she's able to kind of, like, do and how that relationship with Jen is going to evolve. and yeah, I, I think Bridget really, really earned her spot this episode. Nobody, she's on nobody's radar. Um, she's got one solid ally in the game and she's involved in every single conversation and nobody, yeah. everybody is relying on her for a vote. So Bridget is my number one. Um, as always, I will be tallying these up and you can find where everybody is at throughout all of our podcasts on our social media at Survivor Grand Rapids um, on Instagram, Facebook. 
TikTok, and um, we're on YouTube as well. So oh, we're on TikTok now. <laughs> try to get on there once in a while. Uh, <laughs> posting is kind of minimal right now, but once we get off season and I get my hands on some uh, TikTok trends, we might be posting a little bit more. Within so. the next week, you will see Dominic doing a TikTok dance. I will assure you. <laughs> oh, we 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 kind of blew up a little bit. We got like three hundred likes on something. I don't know what, but my social media person was like, wow, that was good. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, you know exactly what it was. <laughs> Only the, the viewers listening in right now, head over to the TikTok and you can see what's going on. Um, but, Drew, any last questions for Liam before we uh, log off right now? Um, I know you got one. One that you I do have. have one, but I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Well, I have two. I have two. There's my one that I always ask, and then I have another one that I'm trying to figure out how to phrase. So my first one, uh, Liam, I guess, how do I phrase this? So you're voted out of the game. You know you're going to be on the jury. Um, how are you – how in your in that moment, how are you deciding how you're going to approach voting for a winner? So where, um, yeah. where's your juror mindset at? Like, I guess, what do you look for in a winner? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Awesome. It's it's okay. kind of like a, a a mixture of stuff, right? It's kind of hard to tell because at one time, at one point, like you want to vote for, you know, who was the most dominant, right? That kind of got through their name being called out a bunch um, and stuff like that, right? Who had the strongest kind of like performance, right? But at another time, you kind of want to take a look at, okay, who didn't get voted so much but still did well in the challenges and who kind of just kind of like glided in there without much of a target on their back? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of early for me to tell at this point, um, but I'm trying to keep my mind open. I'm not trying to pick favorites at all. I'm just kind of saying like, all right. I guess my we'll question is, are you going to be a bitter juror? I guess you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Uh, and my question that I always ask people, especially people who entertain me and or are good at the game, is will you play again? Would you play again? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd have some Hopefully different like tactics, but yeah. I definitely No journal would. this time, maybe. You're right, an iPad. That's <laughs> yep. what it would be. Or just vlog. Pictures. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Vlog bring the a, entire time. Bring a, Use one of our cameras as a vlog. <laughs> yeah, just live stream it on Twitch. Right. Um, Liam, to not to put you on the spot, but... Uh, as the first juror, you basically get to watch the merge unfold before your mm -hmm. eyes at Tribal Council. Um, if you could put yourself back in that perspective of, of watching that merge um, kind of unfold over the next day and a half, uh, from an audience perspective, how would you describe it? You know, how can we hype this up for people to keep tuning in without any spoilers? What was it like kind of watching each round go by? So that they keep tuning in, uh, regardless of of uh, who gets voted out. If their favorite butcher gets voted out, it it really starts to heat up, and now it kind of laid the tone of wow. Like I don't know if it was everybody fully realized it, but like Jen and Bridget are sisters, right? Like how does that kind of play going forward, and how do people react to that type of alliance, and what other type of alliances are going on? that not everybody knows about. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a slow fast burn in my opinion is where we go from here on out. Yeah. Like either the canoodling is quick or it's slow or in the, it, it's either the canoodling is quick and the tribal is slow or the canoodling is slow and the tribal is, is fire is where we're at right now. I feel like moving yeah. forward. Um, but I do have to finish editing this week's episode. <laughs> Um, so I will be letting everybody go right now. Um, for those that are tuning in, I appreciate you guys. This is our second week that our, our chat has been blowing up, which is fantastic. It's so much fun interacting with everybody. Um, somebody commented that that guy's kind of cute. So I didn't know which one it was, but then they clarified the butcher one. So Drew, you and me are out of luck. Um, uh, we'll never be famous, you know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe if I had a cool profession like being a butcher, so hey, you know what? I uh, there was, there was one moment I do want to talk about real quick. Is that kind of about Drew when you said at the beginning where somebody was know. like, Hey, what's your favorite kind of meat? And I was like, Uh, what? There was another moment where somebody I was talking to somebody and I was like, Yeah, no, I work out in my building and everything like that, yes, and they were like. 
what butcher shop has a gym? Yeah, was Bob like, was telling me about that. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like connected. And then the next question was, yeah, what do you call like a butcher shop? What What's the name of that? And I was like, I don't know, like a, a marketplace? A butcher <laughs> shop is like a butchery? Just... Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, no, no, what, like, what's the name of it? And I'm like, holy shit, I'm being found out right now. Like, I'm, I'm done for. And I don't know how I got through that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> smile and nod. Yeah, just smile and wave, boys. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for everybody who tuned in and listened in. Uh, the comment section, again, popping off. It was so good to uh, have you guys join us. Liam, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and that is an understatement. I, you know, from from the moment that you stepped on and, and Charlie texted me that you were interested, I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And then you started texting me your plans. I was so excited to see like it come to fruition. And awesome. while you're still a great character, you also provided so much to the game game-wise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a deadly lethal combination to have on a Survivor season as somebody who can you know, give the good TV, but also give the good gameplay TV. So you came out well, first time not knowing anything. And uh, you're, you're top tier in my book for, for – all of Thank all you. of the Thank survivor you. series that we've done out of our all our five seasons you've been one of my favorites not just like play the game but also learn the game and so i'm excited if we're able to have you back i would love to be able to put that uh oh um, yeah put yeah, that read more game. wikis before coming yeah back. I'll, I'll read an extra two you know i'll do an audio book <laughs> of it it'll tell me everything i need to know yeah uh, <laughs> valencia says that she will root for you again if you play again so you got there one go. coming back Make sure to um, vote for your fan favorite. Too. Yep, the fan oh, favorites are, so. in our, uh, are on our website, survivordearborn.weebly.com. So click the fan favorite voting tab and go from there. Liam's uh, hoping for your vote. I know some other players are out there also hoping for the votes <laughs> to come in. Um, but Liam, again, thanks for playing. Uh, Drew, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it was so you. great to uh, hop on and, and share your thoughts. I'm know we have a big merge planned ahead so it's going to be great to uh to see your reactions i guess (laughs) i'm I'm curious to see how they were go so um for those that are tuning in we also have a new episode every wednesday at 7 p.m on youtube channel survivor dearborn productions or just look up survivor grand rapids you can also follow us on our social media on instagram facebook we don't really post a ton on TikTok, if I'm being honest. Uh, um, gonna, Dom's going to post on TikTok this week. We're going to. I don't know. Don't put me to that. I'm already, there we go. It's recorded and everything. I'm already, already barely getting these episodes out. I don't know if I can do a whole <laughs> TikTok thing. Um, but you follow us on all that social media to keep up to date on when the episodes are dropping, where you can find them, and some fun behind-the-scenes stuff while we're at it. Um, but for now, it was great talking with everybody. Yes. Happy yeah, Monday. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Um, and see you on Wednesday on your screen. Bye, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everybody.